0: You, whatever it is, whatever it is that your hands find to do, you, you must do it with all your mind. Because that is where your blessing is. That is where that the grace will start manifesting and before you know, it is now the very source of creating wealth for your son. In the meantime, you just thought I was doing it just Because I'm passionate about it. That is where your success is. No one person will be successful doing something that they're not passionate about. That they they don't really like doing. That is the one thing that you must always know. That if you are doing whatever it is that you, you do, and you know that you are passionate about it, and you give it your own, and you focus in it, you put your mind, your body, your spirit, and everything in it, It will definitely work it is only just a matter of time before you see yourself really making such a huge success of your life. the challenge with many of of god's children is it they start doing something today tomorrow they hear that oh there's something happening that side they abandoned everything here and run there and before you know they leave this they are doing that they you know and they are all over the place no when you've made such a decision by the Spirit, you want to you want to stick by it. You want to follow it through and get it to work. Don't say, today, I want to be a businessman, and you start selling tomatoes. Oh, tomatoes don't seem to be going. People are no longer hungry. I think I need to sell shoes. And before you know, you're no longer selling shoes, you want to, you want to, um, 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 build roads or, you know, and, and then there's so much confusion. You end up not even knowing what is it that you really want to do. And in the process, you waste so much time that, you know, um, you, you don't really have. It, 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 you know, if you, you're not seeing the results now of, um, that you may look forward to, it doesn't mean that God is not doing anything. You need to you need to learn to to have such um, patience and and continue trusting God even where there seems to be no change. And I mean, when when God asked of Isaac when there was famine and this man was saying maybe it's time for him to go, it wouldn't have just and um, it, it took wisdom for him to listen to God and just decide to do what God has said he must do, even in the midst of famine. That that is a time when he had had to sow and make such a a radical um, decision that um, in the end, he was able to reap or receive a hundredfold increase and continue being so rich in the process. Yet, there was famine. There was nothing that seems to be, um, um, you know, everything seems to be um, uh, the opposite of what any they would have would have been looking forward to. So you don't have to wait for the conditions to be perfect in order for you to make such a, an important decision. You don't have to if if you're going to always have to wait um, until it seems as though uh, there is. There's going to be rain, you may never get to sow anything and there may never be any progress. So don't wait until conditions seem to be favorable before you can make such an uh, important decision in your life. Alright, so principles of wealth creation. I say your faith must always be ready for that which you expect. And um, therefore you must focus your mind on it. That is where it starts. Your faith, it must always be ready for that which you expect. And focus your mind Your son. In your prayers, you must always expect answers. If you are praying to God for healing, expect healing. If you are praying to God for money, expect money. The how part. Is not your is not your issue. Leave that to God. He is the one who make a way, who creates the right environment for you, who causes things to happen in the background. That part you don't have to. You don't have to be. That is not where your prayer must focus. You pray to God concerning the the, the desired output or the results. What is it you want? In your prayers, expect answers. Be very quick to acknowledge that God has answered your prayers. It it doesn't matter what it is that you're praying for, but that one element of your prayer should not be neglected. Principles of wealth creation. Can you really create wealth, your son? Can you? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Can I? Can I create world If so, have you have you answered it, or you gave an excuse why? Because many times people think that they have answered. And meantime, all they're doing is to give excuses why they think that they cannot create wealth. They try and justify why they must be poor. They give every reason. Or oh, after all, I only have just metric. Or oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't get, uh, my parents didn't have money to take me to varsity. Or, oh, I, I, I don't have anybody in my family who's rich, so why would I be rich? Paul Bible says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, for your sake, he became poor. So that you can be rich. It's has nothing to do with where you come from. So stop making excuses. Because the grace is what you have. That is what you have, and you have in abundance. But it didn't just end by you receiving grace. This grace must bring something tangible. He didn't just die in vain. He didn't just die so that you continue praying every day and complain in the same process. He didn't just die so that you live a life of struggle. He didn't die in vain. He didn't die so you speak in tongues every day. And not get to see the results of your brain. That is not what he died for. So understand how important this is to you. Now, personally, I don't think there is any valid excuse you can give why you cannot create well. There isn't one. It just be excuses. Because we always you know, people always want to use um, the the um, um, whatever is you know going on or whatever might have happened in their life, and as an excuse for not uh, um, um, you know getting to do the things that um, they really ought to be doing. Three very important things that I need you to keep in mind, or that will help you to create, well, very important. If you get these three right, they will help you to get out of the situation you may find yourself in financially today. Many people are financially in such a state. Financially, in the ICU. They are really at a point where anything can happen and those machines can go off at any time and it's just the end of it that is not something that is um that is sustainable it is not something that um that um you know we should normalise. It is not something that is um, good for for you. After all, even those that might be really in a, such a critical condition, they will put them there for a certain period of time, and hoping that their condition will improve, and then they they get on with their with their with their personal lives. So. Do not take it um, lightly and, um, um, and and think that it is, it, is, it is normal. It is not. Three very important things I need you to, to take very careful note of. The things that I believe you need to understand that will help you to be able to can create such a world for yourself. Number one, you need the Word of God. You need the Word of God. You need that wisdom. You need that understanding. You need need that knowledge of what He says concerning your finances. If you do not know what God has said, you may not get to pray the right prayers. What does the Word of God say about you? what what does he say concerning your your finances now let's just be honest with ourselves when you when you're starting was sharing with those um, 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 uh, on Wednesday that um, if you go through the Bible you'll find that money is mentioned more than two thousand times, money and possessions. It it, it, it must say that is important. He wouldn't spend so much time talking about something that doesn't apply to you. He is saying it to you so that you you are able to take careful note of it and and apportion to yourself. Others oh, may add, you know. It was uh, um, all in the Old Testament and everything. No, go to the New Testament. Jesus Christ spoke about money more than he spoke about faith. He spoke about money and wealth more than he spoke about faith. You ask me, you need it more than you need faith. It's just that without faith, you may not get to have it. But you do need it because the faith that will not bring you the result is not as useful. It is not good enough just to say, Oh, but I I I believe or I have faith or I I am in Christ. Which leads us to the next point the presence of the Holy Spirit. Number one is the word of God. Number two, the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. You need, you need, you need to acknowledge Him. You need to know what has come to do. Many a times when you ask each other, God, are you born again? Yes. Have you received the Holy Spirit? Yes. They are very quick to say so. Then you ask, what makes you think that you have the Holy Spirit? And they look this side and that side and up and down. They can't give you a direct answer. And the next thing they will say, oh, I speak in tongues. That's why they think they have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not speaking in tongues. He has a better job than that in your life. The Holy Spirit is not speaking in tongues. You need to understand that. Speaking in tongues is just one of the attributes of having received the Holy Spirit. But if you were to be true to yourself, when somebody asks you what makes you think that you have received the Holy Spirit, the right answer must be that, because I am rich. But many people will not say that, because they don't think that that is one of the very important things that the Holy Spirit himself has come to do in their lives. He gives you power to get well. Where does this power come from? How does this power come into your life if it is not through the Holy Spirit? You can even go on to say, Because I am an effective witness. That is why I believe I have the Holy Spirit. That is what he said in Acts 1 8. That you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and in the outermost parts of the earth. I am witnessing for him because I have the Holy Spirit. Witnessing is not just only about um, talking about him. Witness for him by 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 being an effective witness in the kingdom of God. Effectively so. With your resources, with your money, with your time, with your giving, you are witnessing for him. Your testimonies be an effective witness. So I would think that, in as much as it is true that you speak in tongues, which is a good thing because it edifies you. It helps you get to speak to God. You know, you know, um, at a different level. It's a very, you know, a in fact, speaking in tongues, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a language which, which um, 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 only God understands. That you communicate, you communicate with him, you commune with him. You want to talk to God. that But it mustn't end there. After all this praying, after all this fasting and, and this talking in tongues, what next? You continue complaining. That things don't seem to be happening for you. What, What next? What next? After you've prayed so much. After you've spent so much time fasting. After you've spent so much time searching the scriptures and studying the word of God. So, there is a greater truth which is for you who inherits this, the inheritance that you have in Christ. There is an inheritance and that inheritance is not who if the person who left you an in inheritance is the one who's dead who's died already, what makes you think that you must enjoy it yourself when you're dead? They left you an in inheritance so you enjoy it now. Is that not what happens? When they say that there is a um, a, a, a legacy or, or, or an estate that, that is left behind for your son, you 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 you, you ought to enjoy that that um, um, that inheritance now. But then, as the Bible says, an heir as long as he is he is a child, he must live as a slave. He doesn't know what he has in Christ. Though he's an heir, he doesn't know what is it that he has in Christ. And as a result, he ends up living as a a slave, which is not desirable for anyone. Number three is giving in the kingdom, in the kingdom of God. So to create the world, you need the word of God, you need the Holy Spirit, you need to give. Because the more you give, the more you receive the more you increase, the more you grow financially. The more God continues to bless you, the more your capacity to give is increasing. And the more you are able to create wealth for yourself, not only just to help you, but also those around you, your family, your relations, and those who are looking up to you. Ecclesiastes chapter number 7, verse number 12 reads as follows. For wisdom is a defense. Even as money is a defense. Wisdom is a defense. You get wisdom in the Word of God. You get to receive such wisdom when you're studying the scriptures when you're studying the Word of God, you need that wisdom in your finances. You need such wisdom. You need to be able to take advantage of it to translate that into something tangible. He says wisdom is a defense even as money is a defense. Mathematically, if A is equal to B, And B is equal to C, A is equal to C. Wisdom is money. It is as simple as that. When you pray to God for such wisdom to to give you such wisdom, making making money or creating wealth is not is not going to be An issue for you. He says here, but the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom shields and preserves the life of him who has it. Wisdom shields and preserves the life of him who has it. Maybe you can look at it differently and say that money shields, it also preserves the life of him who has it. It is for your own good. To pray to God to receive such wisdom. For God to give you such excellent ideas that you can be able to put to work in your land and translate that into something tangible. As, as God, if the Bible even says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask from God. He gives to you free. He won't charge you. I'll stand you here and charge you to impart wisdom to you or such knowledge. He we'll won't charge you. But it is of such value if you learn, if you know how to use it. That it is just the one thing that you have now. You don't have, you don't have, <laughs> you don't have money, let, let's face it. If if you don't have, you don't have it. But what will help you to have the money that you're looking for is to take advantage of the wisdom of God, which is ready available to you. You know that you need it. But instead of running around all over the place looking for it, ask God for wisdom. It will help you to make the right call. Because you then be able to use that wisdom that God has given you to be able to bring about the financial benefits that you're looking for. You need it. You need it more than anything. You need it yourself to improve the quality of your life to be able to use it to demonstrate the power of God and work in your life to demonstrate that your faith is not just in vain that God has done you know that he's doing he's doing something in your land, there's, there's something that is so, you cannot be so poor that you can't even think yourself. You know, I, I that is a, that is a, that is a, the, the, the one thing that I always say, that you know, the biggest, biggest challenge that we have among our people is the poverty of ideas. Not poverty of uh, you know, um, not having enough resources. That is not where the challenge is. People have become so very lazy that they, they don't even want to think for themselves. I don't think that is what God wants for anyone. He has given you enough resources in his way that you need just to take advantage of and make use of 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 it in a way that um you know it will benefit you it will benefit you it will help you to change your situation to change the status quo the quality of your personality the quality of the life that you now have in christ it must be something that is that is that is um you know, um, reflecting in your in your personal life, it be seen. You know, when people are saying, complaining about testimonies, ah, I don't have, um, you know, I personally believe that the greatest testimonies are those you see. That not not it will not it will not wait that I share a testimony with you before you see that God is doing something in that man's life. It be a testimony that he is a is a testimony of the things God is doing that you, you 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 can see you can you can be able to you you can tell you you can and, and that is where we need to be very careful. So that even in our own personal lives, when people are asking, how are you how you doing the things you're doing, you need to be very quick to say that God is doing it for me. God has done it for me. It is because of his grace. It is because of the Holy Spirit that I, I have received. I could not, I cannot, I could not have done it by myself. And then and then, You've won somebody to Christ. You've uh, helped somebody to see how big this God that you serve is. And that he is is, a God for the living, not just for the dead. He's a God who wants to do such things, such great things in your life. He 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 wants you to have testimonies every day. And enjoy the life that you have in Christ Jesus. So you have the tools. You have the Holy Spirit. You have the grace. You have the word of God. Words you speak have the power and the ability to create things if you understand how important they are. They have such creative ability. You want to speak things that do not exist problem is many a times people are focusing on what they're seeing. If people are, are seeing poverty around them they are busy talking about poverty as if they want to glorify this poverty there's nothing to glorify them how about you speak about being rich and creating wealth for yourself because that is what you want to see Why would the Bible say that we look not at the things that are seen? Why, why are you busy looking at the things which you are seeing? Look at the things which are unseen, which are eternal. Not at the things that you are seeing. You may be in pain. You may be, you know, uh, thinking that, oh, I pray to God, but I'm not as yet healed. I still feel pain here. But don't, confess the pain every day. It's no point you talking about your sufferings every day, or complaining about what you know you 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 are going through and the things that um, you you're not happy with. It's no, it's no use. It's no use. How about you focus on God and just start taking advantage of what you have and see. If it will not work for you. Many times people complain. But they've not tried once even to speak the very thing that they, they they um they they desire or that they need, inasmuch as they complained about it as many times to as many people, but just to speak to talk to God. Directly on that particular issue, somehow they don't—they don't see it um, fit, or they do don't—they don't—they um, don't, um, are not convinced that if they do, it will work. Genesis chapter number one. Maybe we must just go back from the beginning. I'll read you only verse 26 to 28. That God said, Let us make man in our own image. Are you aware that He has made you in His own image? Now, question is when you look at the mirror. Do you see his image? Does this does this um, really reflect who you are? Because if if this is what God had intended, that is what you ought to also be seeing yourself. Let us make man in our own image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female, he created them, the Bible says. Then God blessed them and said to them be fruitful and multiply be fruitful and multiply you know many times when people are reading just this part they are thinking about babies and children but it goes beyond that be fruitful and multiply Be fruitful and productive in every good work. God wants you to use the word that you have, even to multiply something that he's already blessed you with. Because it has the ability and the capacity to multiply, to increase, Not just add um, on what you have. Multiply. There's a law of increase in multiplication. That will help you not to lose things or uh, give away everything that you receive. Because that's what is happening in our lives. You receive money on the 25th. On the 1st, you don't have anything. You work again the whole month. Wait again for the next pay. The paycheck comes, it gets finished again, and the cycle continues like that. How about you multiply it before you use it? How about you talk to it and see if it will not bring the results that you're looking for your yourself? You need to learn these um, principles in a and use them in a manner that will benefit you, so that you don't find yourself, you know, um, in that um, in that situation, and suddenly it seems as though there's no progress or there's no increase. You have a responsibility to multiply what you have. you have a responsibility to sow seeds. God will give you a seed. He's the one who gives seed to a sow, the Bible says. But if you eat even the seed, there is nothing that will come out of the ground. There is nothing, there is no harvest in the end. There is nothing that says that you want to increase what God has given you. So that is where the principle of giving and receiving comes in, because it is what will help you to multiply what you have when you have learned to release or to to give. Be fruitful and multiply through the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over every living thing that moves on the earth. So if you read the next chapter, chapter number 2, verse 15, then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. To cultivate it. To look after it. Are you even aware that he has put you where you are? for that purpose. Is there, is there anything that, that says that I'm, I am indeed um, um, uh, cultivating and looking after these resources that God has entrusted in my hands? I'm very conscious of the responsibility that I have. I cannot afford to neglect it. That is why he says he put a man in the, in the garden. Just to tend and keep it, maintain it, take care of it, look after it. After all, everything we have, God has given us. Take care of it. That is a responsibility He has given to you. Is there even a garden that you believe you are looking after? I I I I, I do remember the last year sometime talking to you about what you have um, what what you plant what you may have planted in the garden and I was making this analogy asking if your life was a garden what would it be like is, there, is 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 it is it an array of beautiful flowers or is just some weeds that are just you know you not even saw what what to expect in that garden. Is there a garden that you tend in, that you believe you are looking after. If 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 your life was a garden, what would it be like? what What would you What would you love uh, to see growing in that garden? If you have an idea of what must grow in it, what what seeds are you sowing now? What are you doing? That says it. This is the harvest that I'm expecting. That I believe, as I tend for this garden, as I cultivate and look after it, I'm going to enjoy such a harvest. Because if it's just some weeds that are just growing by themselves, you're not going to have any um um. Anybody to blame? But but you. You just let it, and it, it is just um um you know um neglected, and and there's nothing that you're doing that says uh, this is what I'm looking forward to harvesting in this garden. It may continue just being such a you know um um in such a state that you may not really be um, happy yourself. There's there's so much there's so much, you know, um, chaos and, um, you know, um, there's no order or anything that says that um, um, you know, one is expecting something. After all, even the seed that you sow in the ground, it is God who gives it life. You don't know yourself. What, what happens, what happens from when the seed is sown? You don't know, the Bible says, we don't know how a, 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 a baby um, is formed in the womb of a woman. You don't know. You know, we may try everything, you know, um, that you want to and use whatever, x-rays and machines and everything, to these, you don't really know, but you have a responsibility. When you have sown such a seed yourself that you water it, you you um, nurture it, you take care of it. You don't even have to go back and try and uh, um, open and see if the seed is coming out. Leave that to God. In the morning you sow your seed. In the evening you do not withhold your hand. Because you do not know which one will prosper, either this or that or both alike. What is just a responsibility you have and you need to be very quick to do so so you need to take this opportunity and uh, really go back and reflect on 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 this and, and 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 your personal life and be able to say that this is really what um, I I I believe I am doing that to bring me the results that I am expecting to see. Ways acted upon by the spirits always bring about the whole of creation, anything and everything that you are believing um, 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 God for when you use them in a in a right way they will bring the right results let me give you this example in matthew 17. it is a a very beautiful story that um, um, the master demonstrated I think this was more about the demonstration of how, how, how effective the word of God is. How you know when you when you when you just send away, you know, and and you you speak um, uh, things um, and act upon it by the Spirit, you you be amazed what what really happened. Matthew seventeen, verses twenty four um, to twenty seven. When they'd come to Capernaum, those who received the temple tax came to Peter and said, doesn't your teacher not pay the temple tax? Peter says, yes, he does. And when he had come into the house, Jesus anticipated him, saying, what do you think, Simon, from whom do the kings of the earth take customs or taxes, from their sons or from strangers? Peter said to him, from strangers. Jesus said to him, then the sons are free. Nevertheless, lest we offend them, go to the sea and cast in a hook and take the fish that comes up first. And when you have opened its mouth, you will find a piece of money. Take that and give it to them for me and you. What this says to you is that Firstly, he didn't have money. He didn't have money. But he needed it. And all that he had to do was to speak. He spoke. I mean, if this man could speak even to a fish to bring money, this, this must tell you something. He spoke, he he said. I mean when 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 did fish start carrying money? I mean how many of you know how to fish? Well, I see you haven't done fishing. You haven't even tried. You're a professional fisherman. But I'm just saying what, what what you're seeing here, what you're hearing, is just to demonstrate the demonstration of the power gun. The word of God working. How effective it can be! He didn't have to. Oh, go try and borrow from that man. If he doesn't give you, um, there might be somebody down the road who might be able to help you. And and, and, and a lot of stories. No, go to the sea and uh, um, casting a hook. And when you catch this one fish, the very first fish that you catch, he says that you'll find a piece. Of money in in his mouth, he gave he gave very precise instructions. When 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 did that money um, come to be in that fish's mouth? The moment he spoke. That is that is just the honest truth. That is just what happened. That is what. What created that um, um, opportunity, that environment, the money that he needed for that, for paying the taxes, and he was able to do so. So this is a very remarkable story that um, um, you know I, I find it really very, um, very striking, and um, you know it is so very practical that when you faced with such a situation in your life today, this must say to you, I must learn to speak. I must learn to use the word. All he had was the word. He knew he was full of the Holy Spirit himself. That is the only thing. Instead of making an excuse of something that he didn't have, he used what he had, which was the word. And the way that is acted upon by the Spirit will always bring the results. Amen. That is the honest truth. Know it and know it for yourself. It will help you. Ways are a bridge between the physical and the spiritual realm. It is a bridge between what God is done in the spiritual realm and you realizing that particular opportunity or bringing it to fruition are the ways that you speak yourself. You need to be very aware of such that what is standing between your prosperity and what God has already done for you are the very ways that you're speaking. The very things that you're saying. That is what will bring the results. That is where the the transformation takes place. Transforming what is happening in the spiritual realm into something that is tangible. Something that you can feel and touch and you can be able to take use of. Use the ways, your ways as a bridge. And the more you're not not speaking or not saying anything, it says this now a disconnect that bridge has collapsed. If you were to go over the other side of the river, it's not gonna happen because there's nothing that is uh, that is um, 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 closing that, uh, um, that gap between what God has done for you in the spiritual realm and you being able to experience this truth in the physical world our ways understand that and make it a point that you use your ways in the right in the right in the right manner for the right reasons investing in the kingdom of God always has such great returns Matthews I'll read you the book of Matthews chapter number six Verses 19 to 21. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves come in and break in and steal. He says, do not, do not, do not. Beware there is danger. That's what though, seeing these, um, you know, sometimes in one of those um, boxes where there is um, electricity there, and they put in big red letters: "Do not enter. Do not go in. Don't, don't even try." It is that serious. Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth, where more than rusty soil, where thieves break in and steal. What do you have to invest? As is now what do you have what what do you have do you all have the money that we need to invest okay the silent in this case means no so <laughs> do we all have the time we have the time, so there is return on time even in the kingdom of God. I agree. In other, in other uh, places, they're talking about return on investment after they invested money. Return on time. How you use your time will determine how much. Wealth you create for yourself, how you use your time. The one thing that we all have in common is time. In a day, we all have 24 hours. But what you do with the time you have in your hand will determine how far you go, how much you grow, how, how much work you create for yourself. So you can invest your time. You can invest your time. Invest your time wisely. When you hear that time is money, it's not just, it's not just a saying. Time is money. <laughs> it is money. <laughs> no, that's true. For well, some of us, only just need to talk to you for an hour and say, here's a bill for 10000 naira. I don't give you nothing. We just, we just talk. Whether you go and do what we say saying you must do, it's, it's, uh, it's your own decision. I'm not talking about here in church. Here in church, we are giving you wealth for free. But don't charge you. <laughs> Some of the things you hear, <laughs> in some of those seminars, you pay a lot of money. And many people have been to a lot of those seminars. How to create wealth? how to turn your, you know, from zero to hero in ten seconds or whatever the stories, You know, sounds very good. And even after that, nothing happens. How about you try what the Word of God is saying and see if Nothing will change. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys, where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. That is just as true. Keep that in mind. Know it for yourself. This month is a month of increased wisdom. It is my prayer that you will receive the wisdom of God for your finances. It says in 3 John 2, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health. Even as your soul is prospering. It says in Leviticus 26, 9, I'll look on you with favor and make you fruitful and increase your numbers. I'll look on you with favor and make you fruitful and increase your numbers, and I'll keep my covenant with you. I just like to read this one scripture. And we give our first fruit offerings. In Isaiah 45, I'll read you verses 1 to 3. This is what the Lord says to his anointed. You are God's anointed, right? Oh, this is for you. He says here to you all, whose right hand I have hold." to subdue nations before him, before you. This is talking to you. He says you subdue nations before you, strip kings of their armies. you open doors before you so that the gates will not be shut. When you hear this you must just know that doors of opportunities are opening up for you everywhere. He says open doors, put before you an open door that no man will shut. He says I'll go before you and will level the mountains, or make crooked paths straight. I'll break down the gates of bronze, and cut through bars of iron. He says, "I'll give you hidden treasures, riches stored in secret places, so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, who summons you, who calls you by name. I'll give you hidden treasures, riches stored in secret places. That is what God." is saying to you today and that is what he is he is he wants you to to live here you know having having received and having having this conviction in your spirit that indeed god has given me such hidden treasures and the riches stored in secret places just for me i'd like us to take this confession together for supernatural living You just need to say this after me. That I live and walk in the supernatural every day. Prosperity is my birthright. Because I am a seed of Abraham, Lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. For indeed, I have a goodly heritage. God is my only true source. I attract increase. I attract promotion, I attract prosperity, and I attract money. Money is coming to me by free course. My storerooms are filled with plenty and causing me to abound in substance. I cheerfully give and my capacity is continually increasing. I have found my place of wealth in Christ i am established in my inheritance in christ i am blessed because i am a joint heir with christ i am enjoying life to the full i receive grace to prosper i receive grace for my finances i receive grace to create wealth. i live in prosperity i am blessed in the city I am blessed in the field. I am blessed today. I am blessed every day. I am blessed this week. I am blessed throughout this year. I am blessed going out. And I am blessed coming in. I am blessed to be a blessing. And I am a blessing to my generation. I am a blessing to my family. I am a blessing to my church i am a blessing in the kingdom of god i am fruitful and productive in every good work in every good work whatever it is that i touch it shall prosper in the mighty name of jesus the mimshak anointing is at work in me the anointing to increase and to multiply i have the ability to multiply everything that i touch I am increasing in every direction. I am increasing in every sound. To the north, to the south, to the east, and to the west. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. God bless you mighty.